88.3 WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Locate us on the web at WCBN.org. 15 seconds remain. Hunwick has it. Forward to Tambellini. Tambellini, he'll shoot. Save there, and the rebound comes to Hunwick. Six ends remain. Tambellini shoots and scores. It comes around to Jeff Tambellini at the near side circle with 5.3 seconds remaining. Tambellini gives the Wolverines a 6-5 lead. This is Blair. I'm here with Tracy Chapman, Ben Harper, Tom Waits, and Patty Griffin. You guys don't want to speak? Okay. They've elected me to let you know that you're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Where the light beams, where the mind dreams, and life seems to go on forever. Where the bones break, where the stones shake. Well, yes, indeedy, you are listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer. And, uh, well, <laughs> the world keeps spinning. Luckily, the sun will rise tomorrow, but what a strange, long trip it's been. <laughs> Just one week ago, I was actually even mentioning the... Russian subway attack uh, as a late-breaking story last right. week. That started Monday. Jared Kushner, he was in Iraq uh, walking around in cockies and penny loafers. <laughs> giving the Donald an update. <laughs> what a... It's still kind of messed up over here. It's kind of messed up. I'm surprised he didn't take a tank ride. <laughs> In honor of Michael Dukakis. Uh, Trump is uh, interviewing General Sisi last Monday and then praising him uh, vigorously at his, his news conference. Yeah, it's probably the highest praise uh, an authoritarian dictator type has ever received from uh, almost a glowing review, really, from uh, an American president. He's a great guy. That's what he said. He kept calling him. He's taken control of the situation in Egypt. Oh, except for the massacre yeah. at a Coptic Christian church over the weekend, yeah. where there's historically been uh, violence directed against Coptic Christians in Egypt for quite some time. And don't be surprised if that attack actually was inspired by Donald Trump's uh, silliness and uh, rubbish. And, of course, at the same time, he was... Uh, Defending Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> He's a good guy. Another, another good guy. The, the Donald Trump's Hall of Fame is it's going to be an interesting collection of people with bad hairdos and uh, war criminals. It's self-control issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, and then, of course... Uh, the... I just, uh, real quickly on that, I'm anxiously uh, anticipating... The latest in the Bill O'Reilly series of killing books. We've had killing Jesus, killing Kennedy, killing Lincoln, uh, killing Bill O'Reilly's career. <laughs> killing, Hopefully, killing the truth. Chemical weapons attack. Obviously, uh, Tuesday happened in Syria. Uh, some aspects of that are 
beyond troubling, but uh, as General Buck Turchison said, I don't think all the facts are in. <laughs> uh, it's pretty likely that uh, Assad uh, made a massive miscalculation due to the uh, bizarre and conflicting statements coming out of the Trump administration over it, the past couple of weeks. Yeah, it might not yeah. even be a miscalculation. It may be a, oh, I'm sensing confusion, disarray, and weakness. I think I can do whatever the heck I want. Right. And also, of course, I mean, Trump did say uh, getting Assad out is not on the table. That's not a concern. And of course, so you know, a license. This has disrupted, uh, at least for the time being, any notion of uh, peace negotiations that had been uh, announced just a month earlier. And of course, peace negotiations and ceasefire negotiations have been an ongoing story in Syria. But Syria is a mess beyond belief. And uh, well, who knows what's going to happen uh, next week. Uh, Bannon is demoted. Uh, apparently, Mr. McMaster orchestrated the demotion of Bannon, and then we were told that Bannon was on the NSC Council to, quote, keep an eye on Michael Flynn. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what was Michael Flynn doing as the uh, head of the National Security Council? Uh, no answers. <laughs> Have ever been forthcoming. Well, uh, of course, last week's papers were filled with lots of little articles about sniping and infighting, especially between Jared Kushner and Steve the Bear Man Bannon. Yeah. Um, so kind of a rough week for Steve Bannon. You wonder the extent to which he's behind the go ahead and bomb him. Go ahead and bomb him. Sure. And and the whole thing is it'll get, it'll get some stories out of the main light and it'll get the stories hurting trump off the front page precisely of course trump and sean spicer's narrative it's uh, kind of uh sad that we didn't see kellyanne conway last week at some point i think she's been banished to uh, short uh, leash on her i think lately <laughs> banished to uh lusitania actually kt mcfarland was also uh canned canned from the yep. national security council turns out that uh you kind of do need to know some things to be on there. Yeah, apparently the uh, Ivanka Shoes comment didn't go over well. <laughs> but uh, she's another casualty of the Michael Flynn uh, era that lasted 24 days. Uh, just real quickly on the assertions by Donald Trump and Sean Spicer that Barack Obama did nothing about the chemical uh, attacks in 2013. Uh, this proved to be false. Uh Obama went to Congress, asked Congress for a authorization of force. Um, there's a big debate about this authorization of force uh, component of what is going on with the United States military industrial complex. The United States right now is using a very vaguely poorly worded authorization of force that was passed in 2001 to essentially have a war zone that if you look at the reality of it, and I want to present some actual factual information that Donald Trump is much more of a war hawk than people realize. Oh, but Hillary's going to start a war with Russia. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, look, this war zone that America is starting to carve out for itself uh, in terms of keeping America safe, which, of course, Donald Trump can't do, you know, just to throw in another heinous incident 
that just happened today. Another school shooting. Oh, another gun-related. Yeah, oh. remember when mental illness was going to be an issue because it's not guns' fault that so many people are being killed in random mm-hmm. shootings and school shootings. And here's another elementary school. Uh, but, oh, no, we mental illness is gone from the horizon of uh, important issues for Americans to be concerned about because the president's insane. <laughs> yeah, so... He, well, don't talk about mental illness. Well, he wanted to. Uh, he actually, that's one of the only things he signed. He, he, Congress actually, this is incredible. They wouldn't authorize Obama to use force against Assad back in 2013 on the chemical weapons attack. Why would Mitch McConnell and John Boehner cooperate with Barack Obama? Their whole modus operandi was obstruction, obstruction, obstruction. So, of course, they were obstructing all of the court appointees. Uh, we, of course, saw the filibuster bite the dust this week, thanks to Mitch McConnell's uh, uh, sort of uh, reputation of, constr- of obstruction. So Obama didn't do nothing. That was, that was the narrative that was operative for a couple of days coming out of Washington's and pundits and all these idiots on television. Obama tried to use force. Congress wouldn't do it. Then what did he do? He came up with a, an agreement with Russia to destroy the chemical weapons. Now, were all of them destroyed? We don't know. What we need right now is a objective United Nations investigation into what actually happened in Adlib province. Uh, I don't think Donald Trump's uh, reputation for telling the truth over these past 88 days or whatever it's been since he became president um, is going to fly. Uh, because he is sort of a pathological liar and hypocrite. And, of course, what was interesting about the attack Obama strategy that uh, Spicer and Trump were employing for a couple of days is it showed that Trump was the one telling Obama to stay out of Syria. Yeah, the the, the tweet history tells the tale. I mean, and, and you wonder, does he just not remember that those were previous statements of his? Or... Does he really not know? It's all new. There is no chain of events in his mind. Oh, remember when I used to think this? No. Suddenly, I just all of a sudden think this now. Right. Oh, the babies. The babies moved them. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. Right. It's horrible. I mean, there's, there's famine going on in about four or five countries. Some of these countries were bombing, actually. Our war zone goes from Libya, Tripoli, to Afghanistan. <laughs> Down to Somalia. I mean, it's it's like 11 time zones. <laughs> Do you know how many time zones they have in the Soviet Union? Yeah. E- 11. Dipping way down south of the Arabian Peninsula to Yemen? 11. Oh, wait a minute. Yemen rhymes with 11, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. And uh, there, nobody seems to be talking about this because... There is Trump... no overarching strategy or agenda. No, it's a random madman <laughs> who's decided that, well, I'm going to take out this air force, uh, this air base in, uh, you know, near Damascus, where we say that the uh, attacks originated, perhaps, I don't know, show us, show us the evidence. That won't be forthcoming. After all, America hasn't even bothered to try Khalid Sheikh Mohammed for 9-11. He's still sitting in Guantanamo. (laughs) 
I remember the parades for Ronald Reagan when he started bombing Lebanon in 1982 and 83. Victory yeah. is yeah. at hand. We're going into Beirut. Hmm. Hezbollah didn't exist. Big truck bomb in Beirut in October of 1983. Oh, what are we going to do about that? Invade Grenada. We need a victory, a quick one. We need a distraction. Bashir Assad was flying airplanes out of this Air Force base two days later. Mm. This is a massive area of land that Donald Trump decided to use cruise missiles. It's a, token, it's a token gesture, essentially. It's, uh, we have so much power that we can do this and better not be a bad boy again or we might do this again. We're sending a message. Yeah. But, again, there is no... It's a gesture that serves no purpose unless it's connected to some broader vision of what do we actually want to do. Sure, and there's nothing even remotely related to a broader uh, vision that Trump has because there isn't one. It's an expensive gesture, too. Those suckers are about a million dollars apiece, those missiles. So I don't know which is more expensive, shooting uh, 60 of these missiles into a uh, Syrian airbase or the extra security uh, costs and precautions that the Secret Service are having with the wide-ranging Trump family protection syndicate that they're now running yeah, in multiple cities. Multiple cities, multiple continents, all at the same time. Uh, by the way, uh, Syria was bombed on the 12th of January by Israel. They used an F-35. I neglected to bring in my most recent edition of the London Review of Books that has a very interesting um, breakdown of the contractors involved in making the new fifth-generation American fighter called the F-35. Israel has some of these in their possession. They attacked a, a warehouse, by the way, uh, some sort of... Uh, they, they went after, allegedly, Katusha rockets. This This was one of these... Events that was reported for a day and nothing came of it. This back page disappears. But these bombings have been going on uh, quite regularly uh, under Donald Trump. Uh, I actually have a massive growing file called the Forever War. <laughs> uh, it's the Donald Trump era. Um, he, of course, and back in December, uh, during his... Uh, Peter Frampton comes alive tour, his victory tour. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, you show me the way. Yeah, he was doing a victory tour in Alabama, Kentucky. Remember, he's the president. Wisconsin. Most presidents are working on their transition. It's a busy time. Or they're taking a, a break. But Donald Trump doesn't take breaks. That's his problem. Or prepare. He just breaks his head on the furniture. <laughs> Decides what crazy thing he's going to do next. Uh, anyway, back in December, he, uh, he told an audience in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I'm looking for this thing here. He said, um, I'm going to create safe zones in Syria. He, he told his crowd. This was in December of uh, 2016 after he had not yet actually 
been named president, but he was doing his, his victory tour. He promised. He said the situation over there is sad. Sounded like Ross Perot to me. It's very, very sad. And of course it's sad. It's a humanitarian disaster. Chemical weapons attacks have been ongoing in Syria now for several years. But there's so many factions. There's so many yeah. parties in this civil war. We don't have a reliable intelligence about uh, what actually is going on in the region. <laughs> um, you know, we get occasional reliable information from the BBC who interview uh, reporters that are on the ground. Trump apparently was moved because he saw the images on television. Well, what's he been reading for the last five years? Well, I think we all know the answer to that. Oh, yeah, the, the magazine covers. That's about it. Magazine <laughs> covers. He's, he's, I hope he, he's looking at Mad Magazine. He's looking for his photograph to make sure. Here it is. Trump promises safe zones in Quote, Syria. It's so sad. Telling supporters, it's so sad. Uh, this is a Mark Landler report from the 16th of December. It says, President Donald J. Trump-elect said on Thursday that the United States would create safe zones in Syria, his first reference to such an American role in a war there since he was elected. Quote, when I look at what's going on, it's, it's so sad. It's so sad, and we're going to help people. We'll build... And we'll build safe zones in Syria. Mexicans will pay for it. So people <laughs> will have a chance. No mention of a wall. But, I mean, how do you build safe zones without boots on the ground? And then now you are a participant in the Syrian civil war. Yeah. And, of course, the, 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 the unprecedented aspect of this event is this is an actual attack by the American military on a Assad-controlled area. Uh, we have previously in Syria been going after rebel-controlled areas or ISIL-controlled areas. Let's remember that ISIL was the Islamic State in the Levant. Have they been doing any work lately? Oh, yeah, they do work, actually. They seem to be behind the Russian subway attack in St. Petersburg. This is one week. There was another truck disaster in Sweden, Stockholm. The Coptic churches yesterday in Egypt on Palm Sunday. Donald Trump, he's made this <clears throat> message. He sent a message. I thought we were supposed to be cooperating with the Russians on removing ISIS, ISIL. Daesh, whatever you want to call them. ISIS in the Levant was what it was originally called because they had carved out a... It was confusing for uh, Americans because nobody here remembers what the Levant is. Precisely, but they should. Donald Trump's cruise, I mean, his tomahawk missile attacks. How ironic. On the 100th anniversary of our entry into World War One. Yeah. It's the eastern basin of the Mediterranean Sea, by the way, for... Sykes-Picot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those disastrous... French and British treaties that carved up the region without the participation or even knowledge of the people who actually lived in those countries. And this, of course, was the Ottoman Turks that controlled this region uh, for hundreds of years.
This is why the Syrians and Iraqis don't recognize borders. This is why the Kurds control a large chunk of the so-called Islamic state in the Levant area that they claimed as their caliphate. This is all laughable. And of course, the reason that this Idlib province is so crucial to the uh, ongoing civil war in Syria is that it's one of the only remaining rebel-controlled areas that actually abuts the Turkish... Oh, switch mics? Yep. Oh, okay, I got to switch mics. Uh, I got a bad mic. Uh, he's switching mics here, so... I'm switching now. mics, uh, okay. Uh, so, anyway, the... Uh, Talking to the lampshade. Into the lampshade. So, yeah, when you, when, you, when you read an article, this is dated the 30th of March, Headline, U.S. war f footprint grows with no end game in sight. This is, this is before last week. These are the details of all the, all the bombings that, that, uh, that Trump has been doing and perpetrating. For instance, this month, March, the United States has launched 49 strikes across Yemen. Did you notice last week that there was a report that the Saudi government is trying to recruit soldiers from Pakistan to go fight in Yemen? <laughs> the Hessians are what coming. What could go wrong there? <laughs> yeah, Hessians. The Hessians are back. The, the Prussians are back in America. This is starting to turn in to the religious wars of yesteryear. It's a disaster. But we're sending messages. Messages in missiles. Hmm. Not messages in bottles? Well, yeah, it's just a, a bottle. An empty bottle is the message. It's a bottle that's smashed over somebody's head, and there's the message. There is no content or thought or idea behind it. And I got to say, John McCain needs to put his space helmet back on because, yes. no, do not pat Donald Trump on the back for, oh, now he's behaving presidential. Now... He's uh, exerting American power. Now he's getting us involved further and deeper into the endless quagmire that is already there. I mean, as you've already pointed out, the range of conflict in the region that America has been involved with, uh, we, we don't want Donald Trump to become a war president. No, we don't. <laughs> he can't even balance his checkbook. Um, I'm sure that Kushner was in Iraq to shake down some some businessmen for some money. His his hotel, six 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 Fifth Avenue. Well, uh, the, in the need Chinese of investors, uh... they they backed out. They realized it was a stinker. Wow. They've probably seen the Russian dossier. <laughs> Indeed, and of course Rex Tillerson. On going, his way to Moscow. On his way to Russia, yeah. Interesting to see if he actually meets with Putin. Uh, the Russians are very good at uh, the, uh, the, the, the the shove-off. Oh, well, you can meet Lavrov. Yeah. The foreign minister. But Putin will not see you. <laughs> yeah, Khrushchev uh, didn't meet Eisenhower. He met Nixon. Stalin was very effective at that. And as for Donald Trump, the... Uh, the war president and the danger of drones 
And the budget, I think we now understand why Donald Trump proposed a $54 billion increase in the Pentagon budget just a couple weeks ago with, of course, corresponding proposals to cut EPA, cut public television. Big Bird is back on the frying pan. (laughs) I don't think Donald Trump is much of a cook. (laughs) Big Bird... Against Donald Trump. I can open a bag of Cheetos, all right. I think there should be a wrestling match between Big Bird and Donald Trump. Yeah, I'd like to see Big Bird uh, use that beak of his. Donald Trump could make a little money off this. This could be a a worldwide There's a pay-per-view event that uh, will... Super event. That that will finally unite America. (laughs) It could... It could happen. Everybody would love to see that. And uh, Neil Gorsuch and his wife, who he loves so much, can be right there on the side reassuring each other that this is all great. Yeah. And, of course, he's on the Supreme Court, thanks to Mitch McConnell's obstructionism and the outrageousness with that. Uh, Yeah, this whole celebration over the weekend about America's message it's it's mind-boggling to me uh it it really it's it's kind of a pinprick and of course it upsets the apple cart all these people are saying oh donald trump is a new man he's confident he's presidential it's like no he is confused he is in need of some therapy uh, I don't know what he said today in response to the uh, Coptic church bombings yesterday in Egypt. I wonder if he sent Sisi a message congratulating him on how well he had controlled the situation in Egypt. Hmm. Probably not. But uh, it's this this forever war problem. In all seriousness, Donald Trump has has been requesting. Um, uh, authorization to 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 start bombing more in Somalia. <laughs> um, well, that's that's just it. Is once you get a taste for that, it's easy to go back for you. I mean, the power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. The old was it Lord Acton's saying. Yes. Um, I think it's especially true with the ease with which military power can be used, especially now in this drone age and so forth. You don't have to worry about I'm putting soldiers in place. Oh yeah, we'll just I just sit at a desk and tell some guy who makes a bunch of bombs just happen. And of course the the uh, facts about ego on, gratification after a little while. Yeah, and the facts on this were interestingly summed up in an editorial on the 16th of March by the New York Times. And by the way, the very next day the United States bombed a couple of parts of uh, Western Mosul, with an unknown number of civilians uh, killed. Um, militaries investigating these cases as we speak. Uh, once again, we're looking at faulty intelligence. The United States, of course, accuses ISIL of using civilians as human shields. The New York Times in its editorial notes, and I'll just quote a couple of things here because they're interesting. Barack Obama found drones so effective, and this editorial is called The Dangers of Drones, so effective that he uh, 
over his two terms, he used 542 strikes that killed 3,797 people in non-battlefield areas where American forces are not directly engaged, including Pakistan, Yemen, and Somalia. Now, I, I would hasten to add most of those were in Pakistan. Uh, there were some problems in the northwestern provinces, as you'll recall, more than problems, <laughs> serious disasters. And, of course, this is the region that uh, Ronald Reagan, back in the 1980s, w was supporting the radical Islamic extremists. Enough said. Uh, that's a term of Michael Flynn. That's what was going on. Uh, 9 11. And Mujahideen is who those guys yeah. uh, called themselves. They called themselves the Mujahideen, but the differences escape me. Now comes President Trump in his administration, and they're moving to dilute or circumvent the Obama rules on drones. This could have serious outcomes because Trump seems to be even more enticed by drone warfare. The Times has reported that the uh, Pentagon has requested to declare parts, three parts of provinces in Yemen where Saudi Arabia is fighting Iranian-backed Houthis to be in an area of, quote, active hostilities. No, Sherlock. <laughs> what do they think's going on in Yemen? <laughs> this Times has also reported that the president is seeking to do the same for parts of Somalia, where militants of the Shabaab are linked to al-Qaeda and threaten regional stability. This is the story, not the message in the missile or the message in the bottle or any of those other police songs. This is serious human killing going on. And some of this is going on in famine areas. What does Donald Trump say about those babies? I want to know. Are they going to be on television for his viewing so he can wake up? I doubt it. Sad. So sad. So sad. <laughs> well... Uh, I believe we're running out of time down here on... Yeah, just a couple minutes left. Yazzie City Calling, of course, will be coming up next on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. We would like to thank the uh, DJ who cannot be named for engineering once again this evening. So do stay tuned. Uh, our clocks apparently are off a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Yazzie exactly City Calling at, but, uh... is next right here on this fine station. More excitement. More everything. I had this trippy dream where this cat was driving me around in an old convertible the whole time around L.A. Here you go. Now, to business, gentlemen. Any physical difficulty with a record or a turntable is taken care of. The guy who was driving me around was an older dude, an old hipster with a scratchy voice, kind of like Joe Wall sings. Frank Sinatra would go together. Edit. No. Combinations of music. So I had this happy feeling in my stomach, but also like this scared feeling, like something was going to happen, but I didn't know what. You're about to play a soul 45 RPM recording, but the turntable is set at 33 and a third, 
and the record plays very slowly. Yeah, if you could throw a couple of, yeah, uh, uh, right when he's playing the drum, you know, let him play a couple of beats alone. Yeah. Now let us imagine that you're in the middle of your disc jockey program. 